This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> you live a sweet... Nerf life, Michael. Dwight, you ignorant slut. Anyway, it's a, it's it, it makes you you fat blood disease. Okay, go on to depression and um, uh, certain uh, certain mental illnesses. This is Doctor Matt speaking about fat so, blood disease. I don't know. It's weird. No. Would you say, Matt, uh, that you have a mental illness? No. No more than everyone else does. <laughs> it's a non-answer. It's not a non-answer. It's the only answer. Mm. Everyone's a little you know, crazy. I'll say this. Everyone's a little bit racist. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Got that phlegm rolling I'm not racist there. at all. I'll say this. I, I, I go back and forth on mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. Like what? What do you mean? Well, for example... Uh, folks that'll grab a gun and head into a school or a theater mm-hmm. or post office or what have you, shoot everybody up. Um, it's mental illness, right? Somebody no. Some, well, mm-hmm. they've snapped to the point where where uh, maybe ordinary de- maybe society delusion. or drugs or it's, d- it's, delusion, whatever it is. It's not just just mental illness. I guess delusion can be categorized as a mental illness, but uh, I, I, I see. I don't. I, th- I think I see mental illness as something you can't help. Somebody who has who has perfect cognitive functions, logic centers in their brain are are are, are functioning properly. Yeah, uh, can can make informed decisions. What about bipolar disorder? Well, hold, hold on, can make informed decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 there's but there's a certain ideology and a certain mindset that comes along with, you know, hating abortion doctors, right? And hating abortion, and then progressing and becoming becoming more and more and more and more militant. And then ideology, and then finally you snap, and you've convinced yourself through your 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 moralistic and ide- ideological uh, narrow mindedness and tunnel vision of only seeing the world through this one one issue, abortion. Mm-hmm. And so then you go and you shoot up a Planned Parenthood, right? Yeah, I don't think that's so. I that's not. That I don't me, think that's, that's what happened, by the way, with that situation, but. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm just using an example. The guy tried to rob a bank across the street. You realize that, right? Yeah. And then he went into the Planned yeah. Parenthood to hide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He had nothing to do with Planned Parenthood. Yeah. I was just using that, that as an <laughs> it's example. It's a desperate armed robber at best. I was. I was using that as an example. <laughs> I but, know, but still. But the. Uh, yeah. So file this one in the war on women. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um. I kind of lost what, where I was going with that because you interrupted me. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's the morning time. It and, is not morning. And I just it's woke up. twenty-one in the afternoon. Like 30 Matt. minutes ago. Uh, you're trying to get me to, to be eloquent and uh, voracious with my wordplay. Like what's, um, Dude. Did you drink last night? I'm telling you. How much did you drink last night? Uh, five beers. Yep. Yep. You know, I'll it's bet, not because I drank butt disease that you think it's you have. It's not because I drank it because I went to bed late. You'd feel better over and o- overall. 
Because I forgot we were going to do this today at noon, and I didn't have to be at work till three, so I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm good. And then, you know, I... <laughs> That's what you thought? Yeah. And then I'm going to bed, and I'm looking through text messages, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he said he wanted to do it today. All right, fine. Anyway, I'm here. You we are. start do- doing this at night, I'll be so much better. I'll be able to finish my thoughts. But the thought that I was going to finish is that that man th- went through several steps to justify his psychosis and his stupidity. Not this man who robbed Planned Parenthood, but people who, who do that do sort, of sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, a mental illness is somebody who just, it's, it's, it, it, they can't help it. But it's not mental gymnastics that make them convinced that, they're, that they have to live out this, this crazed idea of their ideology. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, people who brainwash themselves by sitting in a church pew on every Sunday morning and speaking in tongues and all this other s- stuff like that, right? Right. That, that you know, every every time they have to go to church, they have to have some sort of hallelujah breakdown and get slain in the spirit. Right. Uh, that is a shared psychosis that they've convinced themselves is a needful thing, okay? But it's not a mental illness. Do you understand the difference? I believe so, but I think the two might be very there, intertwined, though. Yeah, sure, but More there, often are, there are... Ex- there are factors outside of themselves yeah. that they are pursuing to bring this mental this this psychosis onto the themselves. Mental state, right. Okay. Yeah. That, that that craziness of the mental state. However, there are people whose brains simply do not function in a way that way keeps that them should. sane. Right. So there's this difference between a mental illness and uh I don't know what was the main point I was trying to make here. <laughs> See? If we would be doing this tonight, my no, cognitive function don't would be, be way dick, up. Man. Don't I have a dick. medically diagnosed condition. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that that I suffer from extreme lethargy. It's called fat butt disease. I was going to say, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to take this opportunity. Please send in your donations. We're going to have a fat butt uh, sit in. It's not going to be a walk. It's not going to be a run, but we're going to raise awareness for fat butt disease. Uh, everyone's going to show their fat butt, and that's yeah. how we're going to raise awareness. Yeah. Um, no, I have shaped my life in a way that 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 you've shaped your butt in a way that. Yeah, so it, that I'm I'm comfortable and I can sleep in most days. I can get a solid nine nine hours if I want to. But when we don't do the podcast at night, Addison, when we don't record at night, <laughs> he's such a grump. He's such a grump. I don't know why I came over here. Um, I am grumpy this morning. I'm I'm very tired too. I actually got like four hours of sleep. Sorry, I had to take my kid to the you doctor have, this morning. You know, you Watch him get genetic, pricked in the leg uh, four to three times, four times. Really? Why are you torture? Why are you, why are you torturing your kid, bro? You know, because science is supposed to be good for him. No. Whatever they say, man. you know, whatever the doctor tells me I mm-hmm. should do, I'll do, Matt. I'm a good American. Yeah. But um, I'll tell you this. Well, okay. Welcome to Give That Some Thought, Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. Uh, I am, of course, Addison. Joining me is my co-host, of Matt. Of course. Um, <sighs> Matt thinks he's got fat butt disease, and I apologize for that. Um, no, so the mental illness thing, and here's what I meant by by by... I'm on the fence, et cetera, et cetera, is that it, um, I, I have a hard time, have always had a hard time dealing with, um, or, or accepting, um, people that say, um, well, I am fill in the blank, depressed, mm-hmm. upset, whatever it is, mm-hmm. because of fill in the blank, mm-hmm. bipolar disorder, whatever it is. And, and I would never venture to say, um, that those things don't exist, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not just going to go off the deep end and say, no, they, well, they do. Right. They do. For sure. Um, but my gut feeling is 
and what I've personally seen in my own experiences is that um, that tends to be a crutch for folks. You know, absolutely. Um, absolutely. You know, I know people that um, you know have a breakup or or uh, or um, whatever it is, and and they they don't let themselves get past it. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't they don't let themselves think outside the box and see that from a third person point of view and be like, okay, this is a terrible, terrible situation that I'm in at this moment. Yeah. And and it will pass. It'll be gone, yeah. and then and then I'll move on to bigger, better things. I know young people, young young people, man, younger than myself, that um, that's young, that is young, um, that you know have their whole lives ahead of them, and they're like they're like my life is destined to be fill in the blank because yeah. of fill in the blank with mm-hmm. the mental illness, and I don't I you know I have a hard time, I have a hard time getting on board with that, mm-hmm. you know I'll just be honest. Um, you know your 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 depression. Uh, I, I I sort of go with like what Adam Carolla always says. Like you know if you if you if you listen to classical music, hmm. and you walk regularly mm-hmm. and force yourself out of bed, force yourself to do things. Yeah. Then then eighty percent of of your depression is is that sort of thing. Yeah. You know I mean I know people that, that just wallow around all day just in the self loathing and don't do anything. <laughs> That's raising his hand, um, but even you, you know, like like um, I mean, you've got like cave mode and stuff like that, but but it's not, it's not so it's not centered around a depression. You know what I mean? Like, no, because like, I'm not depressed. I'm not going to claim that for myself. Right? Exactly. Like you, you you don't sit around and say I am depressed. Yeah. You know. Um, and and even if you are, I mean, you you you'll have a funk. There's, there's things that I can do mm-hmm. about uh that depression mm-hmm. to fight it and you'll have a funk i'll have a funk we'll we'll, we'll you know we'll come we'll over get, we'll get super funky we'll get super funky I'll, I'll complain about all my stuff and you'll complain about all your stuff and, yeah. and it's it's there it's real stuff yeah. but i don't know you can't let that um you can't let that hamper who you are as a person yeah you know despite despite whatever the um <coughs> current situation might be i think i think that we live in a golden age of depression uh no not not well it is depressing but uh a a golden age of sicknesses and illnesses masking as excuses yeah or excuses excuses masking themselves as as an illness um for instance what i was telling you about fat uh, butt disease the fat butt the uh uh mthfr right syndrome Uh okay Uh Genetic mutation. If you if you, both your parents have two certain subsets of it, right, and they have you, then guess what? You're gonna you're gonna it's gonna be the worst for you. And me and and two of my sisters have it. Yeah. So, uh, but to play devil's advocate, yeah. Hold on, hold on. It it leads to miscarriages. Yeah. Um, early term miscarriages, uh, extreme lethargy, certain certain types of um depression, uh. Autism, things like that. You're just more certain types of cancer. You're just more susceptible to it. That's it. No big deal, right? Um, but we live in a golden age of illnesses and depressions. Okay, so it used to be eighty years ago. Yeah, a hundred years ago, if you were mentally ill, you were crazy. Yeah, and thrown in the loony bin. Yeah, they they stuck a screw into your brain and pulled out a certain part of it, and you were just a vegetable, compliant vegetable for the rest of your life. There you go. You get up and walk around, but that's about it. Why'd we stop doing that? Uh, why'd we stop lobotomizing? <laughs> it's it's cruel. Um, but you, that that's what it used to be. So yeah, if people, sure. people would say, you're crazy. Uh, you had to be legitimately crazy. Yeah. 
Uh, it couldn't if you if you if you went back a hundred years ago and you said told somebody I'm bipolar, they'd be like, okay, let's go lobotomize you, and you'd be vegetable for the rest of your life. Right. So no one said, oh hey, I'm bipolar, right? Because it meant you'd get a, something stuck in your head and your brain pulled out. <laughs> so people weren't so flippant. Doesn't sound fun at, being to use mental illness as right. an excuse to you know not have to go to work. Yeah, but see, okay, and then but then okay, if you look at history, right? Take somebody like, uh, you know, the card-carrying... Uh, let's take Hitler, for example. Yeah. Was okay. he crazy? Yeah. Dude dude burned hundreds of Jews and stuff. He he, he followed a path of logic that led him... Exactly. ...to uh, uh, an illogical um, conclusion. And an, and an acting out of what he and thought was... And then acting that yeah, out. Yeah. It, was he certifiably crazy? No. The guy was a normal guy... Right. ...who took one line of logic to an extreme... And then had a group psychosis that formed up around him, yeah. and became a and national yeah. n- nationalist mo- movement. Okay, um, but it wasn't because Hitler wasn't crazy. Hitler wasn't mentally ill, right? Or probably an unstable person. Right. He was the leader of a country for a long time. Yeah. You have to be a stable person if you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um. But but yeah, it's just an ideological ideology that got out totally out of control yeah and that's the you know i was thinking a little bit about uh, the united states government black lives matter <laughs> <laughs> it was an ideology that totally got out of control yeah uh due to people who were so fervent um and and about the movement and about what the end goal of it was and they couldn't see all the destruction that they were wreaking um in the in in the pursuit of their goal, which, by the way, not that great of a goal. Um, I'm talking about the Nazis, not Black Lives Matter. <laughs> okay. Um, Appreciate you clearing that. Clearing but yeah, that Black Lives, it's the same thing with Black Lives Matter. Uh, Black Lives Matter is, is a national socialist movement before it, it really got any, 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 it got off the ground. Yeah. God, what a bunch of trash. What? It's Black Lives Matter people. I mean, I don't understand why. I've never understood, though. I, I, first of all, I guess, I guess, speaking of fat butt disease, I've never, I've never protested anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it would be that would make me protest something. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> and so it, I find it hard. The empathy section of my brain doesn't really lock on to that sort of thing because I'm like, I get what you're saying, and I get that police target black people, but. Do you really need to shut down them all? Yeah. Do you, like, let's just go buy some, go buy an Xbox and go home. Like, I don't, <laughs> but again, that's, that's, that's me though. Yeah. You know, who knows if it was, if it was, you know, the things were flipped or I was a black guy or something. I, I don't know. It just, I, I, like I said, I, I struggled to find in my own mind the things that would get me out of bed to protest. Other things get me out of bed. Keeping yeah. a roof over my family's head. Paying my bills. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, furthering the business that I'm involved in, those sorts of things. Yeah. But uh, to protest something, I've never, never had that desire. Yeah. Never have. Although I feel strongly, I guess you could say, about things, you know, mm-hmm. things we talk about on the show, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, well, uh, the Black Lives Matter as a movement uh, started out as something I could support. I'm, I was behind it. Um, you know, in the wake of, uh, what was the kid's name? Michael Brown? Yeah, Michael Brown. You're in St. Louis, yeah. Uh, up in Ferguson. Trayvon Martin and stuff like that. Yeah. In the wake of all that stuff, right, you uh, you want to support 
the Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. right? I, because they do. Black lives do matter. Um, you know, so so do lives of every other race around around the world. For sure. Um, but it's gotten to a point now when it where it is is simply a a dogma that is taken over. It is a hive mind groupthink that's taken over and it's swayed by nothing but passions. There's no. It's not driven by logic. Yeah. Um. It's not driven by moves. Uh, um. Strategic moves in the media, and in these protests and things that it, it, it's dr- it's not driven by any sort of strategy. Strategy is what I'm saying. It's simply a passion of a bunch of people on Twitter that uh, aren't thinking clearly and cohe- cohesively. Yeah, man. I it it's 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 gotten out of control. Yeah, to well, the, and it has to, nothing to do with that original thing. I don't think, or very little to do. It, it it does, but now it is now it's about. I think it's more about reparations. Like, what can I get? Like, what what are we going to get for this Black Lives Matter? Um, these all these protests and everything, or I don't know. D- didn't something happen on Black Friday? Some malls get shut down or something. Thought Not I saw sure. Some headlines about that. Not sure. And by the way, why would you ever shop in a brick and mortar store on Black Friday? Like, if you people not heard of the internet, yeah. I, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, it's bananas to me. Like, all these deals are available online. They seriously, like, I don't, yeah. I don't. Hey, I'm going to go out on 8 p.m. on Thanksgiving, you know, crap the bed when it comes to my family time and food and whatever else. But um, anyways, speaking of the holiday season, Matt, I will move on here. We'll get into some stories as well. Speaking of the holiday season, this morning was a monumental, uh, a monumental moment for me, uh, for my family, Mm -hmm. for my loved ones. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just going to pull... Pull something up here on my phone, and then I'll have you read it. Uh, as a matter of fact, just get this bad boy queued. I should have had this queued up, I guess. Probably. It's be, not good radio. thinking about it. Oh, man, I'm so tired. I'm so sleepy. You'll be all right, man. You'll be all yeah. right. Oh, your sister just liked it. <laughs> um, My sister? Your sister, yeah. Which sister? Uh, Jean. Oh. That one? Yeah. The one that looks like you? Yeah. She does look like you. Me and my yeah. wife will scroll Instagram together and we'll see a picture of her and, and she'll just be like, she looks so much like Matt. Uh, it's scary that somebody looks that much like you. Yep. I want you to have kids, though. Okay, so here's the picture posted on Instagram uh, and Facebook. Yeah, I hate Christmas. That's there what it, it says. Yeah, Matt read it. And then I would like you to uh, read the caption down there, Matt, for our listeners uh, and and uh, for the world. It's time for the kickoff of my second annual Merry Pistmas photo series. On Instagram. Come one, come all. Grab a mug of hot chocolate, turn on It's a Wonderful Live, and scroll through my feed and feel the warmth of hatred in your hearts with friends, family, and loved ones. There you go. We've started, eh? We've started. Uh, Merry Pistmas is back. Uh, hashtag Merry Pistmas. My wife, actually, who uh, historically had... Okay, I'm not sure what, uh, what are we doing over here. Uh, my wife actually. Oh, did you want to look at your sister's profile? Because I know you don't really no. social. You don't really <laughs> social see. media. There's bread. <laughs> oh, so she's a human. <laughs> yep. Uh, we, Are there any pictures of easy chairs? <laughs> we like our bread. There's a picture. Uh, Is there a picture of a pipe, an easy chair, and bread? <laughs> no, she's not a smoker. And the hairiest feet in the world. <laughs> a group of hobbits, all of you. Um, <laughs> it's so Instagrammy on our feed. 
Well, I mean, that's that's <laughs> you, you realize you're looking at an Instagram feed, right, Matt? I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, as you can see, I I gave it the old double tap. Oh, did you? Yep. Yep. I didn't like that one. <laughs> Need to get Matt on Instagram, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, because uh, clearly he's enjoying himself right now. I uh... inspired facial hair. What? I don't know who that is. Derek Leonard. I'm not sure. Okay. Oh. Matt, we are in the middle of a show, if you don't mind. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. You, as long as we're done here. Um, <laughs> actually, you know what? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to screenshot this right now, and I'm going to send this to that Telegram feed. Um, that way folks can see the picture that we were talking about. Um, anyhow, where was I? Uh, I, don't I don't know. Know. Merry Christmas. My wife, who historically has been against the movement, and for Christmas, okay, yeah, it's a it's a point of division every Christmas season in our household. Oh, well, just two now because yeah. she says things like, you know, can we put up a tree? <laughs> and what do you want for Christmas? Mm-hmm. And I don't like either of those. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, she she had a uh, amazing idea over breakfast. Oh, I just hit his mic there. Sorry. Uh, she had an amazing idea over breakfast this morning. We had breakfast together. Like I said, took 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 the kid to get some shots, and then and then so my kid, my kid might be a hume, I don't know, but he he sits up at Denny's and we order him the the Junior Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. Okay, he gets two pancakes. I think it was a uh, some bacon on there and scrambled eggs. Sure. He eats all the scrambled eggs. One and a half pancakes. Just instantly, before I had like begun on my food, he's he's inhaled this this platter, begins eating my wife's scrambled eggs, and eats some of my uh uh and, and then eats some of my uh, potatoes off of my thing. Uh, so, yeah, goes straight to breakfast and then devours that after getting four shots. He's like two, right? He's yeah, it'd be two in March, yeah. And then uh, anyway, so my wife had this this thought over breakfast, and she goes, "You know what you should do." <laughs> So I think I'm going to ask the Tripod Nation to do this. This is this is an eagle call, as they say. I guess that's radio terminology um, to our listeners. Uh, but she said, she's like, you should get business cards made up that only say, they don't say anything else. They just say hashtag Merry Christmas and leave them all over. <laughs> and I was like, and I was just like, this is why I married her. Yeah, this is why I married her. So, are you going to do that? Her, her beautiful, her beautiful uh, uh, kids that she makes, and 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 the decent food that she prepares, and and being a homemaker, are all great. But that is the reason I married her. <laughs> um, no, I do think that's a good idea. But the, the call that goes out to our listeners is to uh, let's see some graffiti. I want to see pictures of the hashtag Merry Christmas. I want you to spray paint that on. Uh, uh, you know, if you could do it on this, like a, the side of Santa's sleigh. Would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe out at uh, these these different lights, these you know light displays that people have during Christmas. Uh, um, on the side of the Salvation Army red kettles. Yes. Oh, that would be the best picture. <sighs> uh, hashtag Merry Christmas. Monday. Yeah. Saw the first one of the season. Did on you? Monday. I wanted to punch the bitch in her face. <laughs> I haven't seen one yet, but I I feel that for you. I wanted to go up to her and be like, "Do you know that the Salvation Army is a private religious organization? <laughs> uh, do you know they have five hundred one c three status, which mm-hmm. means they have they pay absolutely no taxes? Do you know they're a giant multinational corporation with uh with with with? Uh, and doesn't their CEO get paid? I I don't know anything about. I about thought there was CEO. some news about that. Like I th- I thought their CEO was like. Uh, do you know that as a corporation they're worth billions of dollars? Um, although they're not technically a corporation, they're a five hundred one c three, but they've they've uh, 
the Salvation Army, um, their goal, uh, it's, it's a charity that was started whose, whose stated goal is um, conversion. Mm-hmm. They are an evil, evangelical organization. Their their whole goal is to make everybody in the world the a Salvation Christian. Salvation Army is on the Forbes 50 biggest charities list. Well, yeah. Um, they're huge. And they don't need your help. Uh, they've created a giant industry out of st- sticking idiots with bells out in the cold in front of <laughs> grocery stores. <laughs> So that people walking out of grocery stores who have change in their pockets will gladly drop that seventy-two cents into the into the red bucket. Mm-hmm. I would the rather, change left over. Yeah, because they think it's their change. It's it's the coins. It's in- insignificant. So they've figured out a way to dupe idiots into giving them their pennies on the dollar. But if you do it enough, it adds up, and, and you have billions of dollars, of dollars yeah. over over uh, every year. Um, the people standing in front of the, the stores ringing those bells, yeah. the stupidest people in the world. The dumbest they, of the dumb. They don't seem bright. Uh, yeah, First off, you're standing in the cold, okay? <laughs> it's cold outside. Yeah, point number one. You need to be indoors, yeah. and the only reason you're outside is because you're going from point A to point B, and you have to go through the cold to get to point B. Right. Okay? A warm or point B. It's there's snow on the ground, yeah. and you want to go outside and play in it, because guess what? Snow is fun, and I'll put up with a little bit of cold right. to play in some snow, because it's fun, all right? And it only happens every <laughs> once in a while. There you go. Um, but I'm not going outside in the cold just to stand around in the cold, because it's fucking cold. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly how I feel, man. So you don't willingly stand out in the cold unless you absolutely have to. Yeah, I can't prop you up on this soapbox enough. I hate Christmas, yeah. so this is just so, one of the aspects. <clears throat> for instance... <clears throat> Uh, at uh, at the corner of Zumbel and 94, there in the median, at the stoplight, oh, yeah. there's, there's a guy who holds signs for some mattress company. Okay. Like okay. 50% you, off. Yeah. Come you, get your queen you might, have, you might have seen him before. Right. Uh, but he stands out there. It's not the gorilla? I've seen the gorilla a couple no, places, too. It, but it is a black guy. So... <laughs> Uh, he stands out there and he holds his signs and he always has he's always dressed in multiple layers because it's it's December now it's cold yeah he's usually got a therm- big old giant thermos on the ground right? yeah probably uh, filled with a warm beverage got his big fat headphones on that kind of doubles the earmuffs I'm sure yeah right yeah and he's dancing around keeping warm okay but yeah. the dude is doing a job he's probably getting paid you know nine dollars an hour to stand out there but For he's sure. and wave a sign around but he's still doing a job okay right. he's his being out in the cold serves a function mm-hmm. As you see that and think, oh, I do need a mattress. He's advertising to a to the consumer base, okay. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, he's getting paid money he needs to put. Would a you roof say it's gorilla advertising? Yes, uh, put a roof over his head and you know not starve to death. Right. So okay, it, a noble thing. Right. Standing in front of fucking Walmart, <laughs> ringing your big stupid bell in front of your stupid fucking red kettle, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, it's you're you're not getting paid anything. You, those are volunteers. You no. realize that, right? I, I, I guess I like, did. The Salvation but... Army is taking your quarters and nickels and dimes and pennies, mm-hmm. and not even paying that dumb bell ringer to ring the dumb bell. <laughs> the dumbest of the dumb are the people who stand outside of grocery stores mm-hmm. and the mall for the Salvation Army, a a gigantic billion dollar entity that cares nothing about them or the people they help they just want um to uh to 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 put one more check mark in the souls saved category for their made up religion that that yeah anyway 
Oh man, the bureaucracy that surrounds uh, charity, uh, charity, and this time of year, the oh, yeah, absolute yeah, yeah. social and 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 cultural parasites that hang on to this time of year, <laughs> and that's what it is. It's 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 a cultural parasite that's serving no purpose other than take to take resources from one maligned group and give those resources to a group that's not maligned at all, mm-hmm. old white men. Yeah. Okay. Uh. And, and 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 then give just enough back to justify keeping the rest of it. That's what they do. That's what charity is. It's giving just enough back to to the people that need actually need help to justify you keeping the lion's share for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, like tithing. You don't tithe because God needs your money. F- that God doesn't need your money. Okay, you give your ten percent so that you can justify keeping ninety. But maybe you don't need 90. Maybe you need 70%. Maybe you need 10%. Okay, so the stuff with Mark Zuckerberg on Facebook. Yeah. Which, by the way, it's a complete hoax. He's he's not giving away his money at all. No. No. Uh, He did have a kid, though. uh, Okay. I I first thought that's what you were talking about. No, but But, uh, it was... uh, Oh, yeah, I guess money... CNN's money department reported that. That he was supposed to... um, be donating ninety nine percent of his Facebook shares to charities. Yeah, yeah. Uh, forty five billion dollars mm-hmm. is what this dude's worth, right? Sure, that's what his that's what his Facebook shares are worth. He was supposed to give ninety nine percent of that allegedly. Yeah, turns out he found out about it. Was like, uh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so he was like, I'm gonna give ninety nine percent of my Facebook shares, and then and then so and then well, then, it was a rumor that got started. All right, I guess. Or Mark Zuckerberg got drunk one night and like you know sent out a tweet or something, right? Real weeby. <laughs> so, well, he, he probably was like, "This is a good idea, ninety nine percent." And then and then somebody was like, uh, uh, "You know, the money guy is like, uh, sir, do you realize that's uh, forty five point six seven billion dollars?" Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, um, yeah. damn it, can we go with sixty? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, n- so a comfortable, p- a comfortable living Zuckerberg yeah. will have for sure. Yeah. Although if he puts a gun in his mouth at like forty two. I don't know. I, I won't feel good because that's a tragedy, but something in me will think like, okay, money doesn't do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't, and I know that, but the physical evidence is nice. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, anyways, go ahead and like our show on Facebook, uh, facebook.com, so let's give them some thought. But could you not um, live on $450 million for the rest of your life? Well. One, 1% of I don't, where am I living? billion? Cost of living, Matt. <laughs> Four hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> Look, Matt just gave me just like don't be ridiculous. Billion. Yeah, one percent. Four hundred fifty. Yeah, um, I could probably, I could maybe make it on that. Yeah, yeah. I'd pour, I'd pour about uh, two hundred million into a, a tripod studio. Two hundred yeah. billion. Two hundred million. Yeah. Million with an M, not million with a P. How could you spend that on a studio? I'll find a way. Okay. No, it'll be nice. There'll be a jacuzzi. There'll be lots of there'll be lots. Everybody that works there, mm-hmm. uh, doorman, security, reception, like every everybody that you see in the halls of that place is going to be a fat chick, man. Yeah, with a Jew nose. Yeah, just for you. Uh, that I want that, and while you're at it, why don't you get me about six to eight, um, Asian chicks? Okay. The, I don't care what ethnicity. Just, right. Just, just Asian. Vague, vaguely Asian. Right. Um. Between the ages of twenty and twenty-two, mm-hmm. okay, six to eight of them. Yeah, uh, 
just make sure they don't speak English, mm-hmm. but they just follow me around, yeah. talking and giggling. <laughs> and then I imagine in the back of my head that they're talking about how big my penis is. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, and they just follow me around the whole time. Okay. Just so they group. could talk about whatever they want. Yeah. Social media, uh-huh. Hello Kitty. Yeah, sure. Doesn't matter. Yeah, as long Gangnam as... style, As I long guess. as they're not speaking English. Okay. There you so, go. So, you know, they could speak Mandarin or whatever, and yeah. then I just pretend... Right. ...that they're talking about uh, how awesome I am. The ultimate ego trip. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Good times. We'll build it, Matt. Okay. On the backs of our right. listeners. Speaking of that, tripodbroadcasting.com slash support. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the charity support, you should get that. to. The best thing you can do, yeah, the charity you should get to, to for, for real, for real. Um, but no, the 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 what you should do to support and, and uh, get the word out, mm-hmm. spread the movement. Call your congressman. Ladies and gentlemen, person. call your, that's it. Email your congressman. Congressperson. Your congressperson. Yeah. Exactly. Don't want to make judgments. It's 2015. We're not allowed to anymore. Yeah. Email your congressperson. I'm so f***ing triggered right now, bro. You have no idea. <laughs> email your congressperson with one simple word in the email. No no salutation, no greeting, no no, no closer, no footer. Just hashtag Merry Pismas. Mm-hmm. Everyone email their congressperson right now. Matter of fact, <laughs> now my mind's really running. I really want to set up a domain, MerryPismas.com, and then do, and then, and then, and then, because it's not hard to do this, then set it up to pull the data from that website to where you can automatically email your congressperson Merry Christmas. <laughs> you can go and select, you put in your zip code and it'll automatically fill it in and then you just sign it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Spread the movement, spread the word, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all, all, the, uh, all the socials, as it were. Um, it's good stuff. It's good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, Christmas is terrible and that's just the message we're trying to get mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, Sort of like we ended last week's episode. Pull up with a cup of hot chocolate around the Yule log and let your heart warm with hatred. So when you see a bell ringer for the Salvation Army, mm-hmm. walk up to them. <laughs> tell them that they are a faggot. <laughs> In the internet term. Yeah. Not exact, not actually a man who prefers the company of other men. Yeah. But yeah. A f- F-A-G-G-E-T. A faggot. Okay, well, the, the term faggot has, has meant... Many many things over it. Oh, its hold on, life. Matt. This just in. Op literally cannot stop sucking dicks. <laughs> um, and many and and it's it, right in the middle of of changing right now from mm-hmm. a derogatory term for mm-hmm. somebody uh, who is gay mm-hmm. to a derogatory term for somebody who wastes your time, <laughs> and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what it currently means right now. Yeah. It's somebody who wastes your time, trolls you, and who doesn't deliver. Okay? When you need OP. Want them to deliver. OP is yeah. He's always a faggot. Um so when I use the that's that what term, faggy that's what I mean. means. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to call you a fag. Um No, Michael, Oscar's actually gay. <laughs> I know. No, Michael, he he's a homosexual. Ugh. <laughs> Okay, TMI, TMI. Um, so it just amazes me that in this day and age you could be so obtuse. <clears throat> I watch queer as f- <laughs> that's not what it's called. <laughs> it is what it's called. Um, um, so Salvation Army bell ringers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
please punch them in the face. <laughs> okay, we're not we're not trying yeah. to incite violence. But the Mary Pitchman's hashtag, I'll 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 give a, I'll give five dollars on Square Cash. You just send it from your phone. It's it's a technology thing that kids are doing these days. Okay, Matt. got you, got you. But uh, I'll give five dollars in Square Cash to the person that sends me a picture that I can put on my Instagram feed of hashtag Mary Pitchman's written on a Salvation Army uh, uh, kettle, the red kettle. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just Googling OP as a faggot for fun. Um, good for you. Yeah. So That's how I'm spending my time. Our war on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Merry Pismas. <laughs> Faggotville, population OP. <laughs> Dear Diary, today OP was a faggot. <laughs> now this is from this is from Age of Empire. <laughs> OP has reached the faggot age. <laughs> uh We've devolved to just looking at internet memes on the podcast. Yeah, that's what we're doing. So, what does it mean to be triggered to you, Addison? What does that mean to you? Um, it is a something I see people post on Reddit, primarily in the I'm going to hell for this subreddit. Yeah. So, being triggered is being reminded of something traumatic. Yeah. So I think you, in the technical you definition. were raped. So somebody makes a rape joke and that triggers you because it reminds you, know? you I mean, of the time you, you got mean raped. Like a fictional I'm just thing. saying, for example, somebody gets raped, then somebody makes a rape joke in front of them, not knowing, perhaps, yeah. it doesn't matter, and they've been triggered Yeah, because something has been reminded them of that trauma that they triggers had to go through. Past, yeah. yeah. Tragedy. But they had to go through it, and now they're being reminded of it. Yeah. It's so dumb. <laughs> First off, your brain remembers things that you don't want to remember. It's called a memory. Mm-hmm. You can't simply select and delete as you as you want to. There's plenty of things that I've done that I would like to forget about because <laughs> they were stupid and I regret them. Many of them last night. Many of them within the last 24 hours. <laughs> um, but But... I, I, that's, that's on me, right? Um, my dad died when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So if I hear a, uh, a story about some young father dying, yeah. right? Or the classic punchline, the classic joke where the punchline is the dad dies. Yeah. 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 Um, that old classic joke. The old classic joke. Is that what they mean by a dad joke? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> does it trigger me? No, um, not personally, but am I allowed to be offended at, at, at something simply because it reminds me of something bad that happened to me? No. I don't think so. No, no. Um, the, 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 the taking of personal offense, making your problems and what you are offended of and your opinions somebody else's problem and putting the onus on them to defend <clears throat> your own problems, it's, uh, it, it's a bad system. Um, that, I kind of wanted to bring that up because I wanted to kind of round it back around again to Black Lives Matter, um, and all this other nonsense that we've gone through. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's frustrating to see people latch into this hive mind, this group think of everything is, uh, is, has to be trauma based. Um, they're all, excuse me, they're all angry at the world. 
but they have no outlet for it. Well, the world is a very uh, angering place. Yes, but they have, they have. There's no outlet for it. There's no way for them to uh, to take that anger, take that frustration, and actually do something productive with it. Um. So you 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 get triggered, and then you have to make it foist that upon the world and make that everybody else's problem, in order for. Do you need to take that? I'm handling something that's come up. Yeah. Anyhow, triggered. World's not a safe place. Um, it's not. It's not. And you have no right as an individual to be safe in it. Safety is not a right. Okay. Uh, it's a responsibility. Almost. Buy some um, guns, bro. You, you, you don't have the right to not get eaten by a grizzly bear. Right. Okay. Because if you if you're in an area where a grizzly bear is, you're assuming the risk that hey this, this grizzly, grizzly bear. bear might eat me. Yeah. Um if you're if you're crossing a street, you're assuming the risk that you might get hit by a car. Um so in simply taking a breath, in simply waking up and getting a morning out of the out of bed in the morning, you're assuming a certain amount of risk. What you do in the course of your day determines how much risk you put yourself in and uh, uh, how much risk that you're assuming. So if you live in certain areas or if you do certain things, you assume, assume either more or less risk. That's completely on you. Um, obviously, something, somebody like a kid can't necessarily control that, so it's on his parents. His parents have to be responsible with their child to make sure that he's placed in minimal risk. Um, but it's not something that's guaranteed. It's not a right. So how is it somebody else's responsibility to make sure that your um, you, your risk is lowered? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, it, it's, it, it seems to be just this the whole... Um, not social justice, but uh, politically correct movement mm-hmm. of PC principle. The past year, or the past two years in this country, I mean, there's the '90s PC, which to me, that's my parents' version of PC, mm-hmm. which is so much more tame than what we have now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild now. Like PC of the '90s compared to the PC of today. Jeez, dude. Like, everybody in the bigot was a 90 compared to the PC of today. I thought people in the 90s were kind of progressive and hip, you know? <laughs> everybody, no, every, Matt, they every, hated gays. Everybody had at least one gay or black friend in the 90s, you know? Oh, well. You know? I can think of my... Uh, see, now I doubled up. I just had a gay black friend. Yeah. Well, so, that's... I mean, that's the ideal. Because I mean, who wants to hang out with blacks or gays? Exactly. It's know? an easy out. So you just get yourself one black man right, yeah. who's gay. Yeah. A jovial sort. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then and then you're then you're good. Yeah, mm. your black gay friend. Oh. <laughs> but we've, now we we've we've in the age of the internet where we have people who've grown up on the internet who now are in college and learning firsthand how to implement all the stupidity that they've <laughs> they've they've ingested through osmosis of the world around them. Yeah. Um how to implement that stupidity into making other people's lives miserable. Yeah. And you really can't learn that skill set until you get to college. See, real quick too, as a parent, I'm very on the fence when it comes to the internet. Mm-hmm. Remember how I said I want the the 
office to be a part of my son's zeitgeist, right? I want that to be second nature for him. Yeah. I do. However, uh, and and here's where it crosses because it's like, he knows how to, like if my wife hands uh, him her phone, he knows how to, he'll get the screen on, he can pull up the camera, and he'll take pictures of himself. I mean, he, he, little, little dude knows what's up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and there, there's a part of me that's like, that's awesome. Like there's a part of me that's like, maybe he, maybe he'll, he'll really, uh, gravitate toward maths and sciences and no, you know, he'll he be won't. into, he'll be into like building an app, you know, when he's, you know, 11 or something mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, okay, there's that chance. But then, there, but then there's also the chance that, that just, you know, handing him a phone or handing him a tablet or handing him a, a computer when he's. 11 years old or whatever is just gonna just 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 open up his brain and just dump a flood of just garbage just absolute trash in there yeah and that's that's why i'm kind of torn because i'm like on one hand i want him to be able to research things on his own i want him to be able to think things through i want him to be able to but then on the other hand i'm like but it's also a big scary world out there and i guess i guess this is like the new like this is the way my parents would have been you know, when I was a kid and they'd be like, well, we want him to have fun and go out, but we also don't want him to get like raped and left in a ditch. Yeah. Like it's, it's that, but it's just like that, but for the internet. Yeah. Like I don't want, because it's, it's critical how his brain's going to form those types of influences and the things that he, you know, and like, for example, I scroll Facebook and I, I don't click on half the things. Like what if he clicks on all of them? What if it, cause they're all, they're all garbage. Like, I don't know. I don't know. What should I do, man? Should I give him a computer? I don't know. I mean, he's two. I no. guess I have a few years to no. Don't give him a deliberate. computer. Ever? I mean, eventually you're going to have to. I know. You know. See, and I don't want to be that parent. I don't want to be the parent that, you know, when he's 15 and not allowed to, you know, do anything <laughs> or well, have then, anything. By then you want him to have his own computer because you don't, you don't want to be touching that mouse and keyboard with... Yeah. The family one. He's you don't want to share yeah, one. He's we'll 15. just say that. Um, okay. Anyways, here's a story, Matt, um, about how you wouldn't get along well in France. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's from VoltaireNet.org. I'm not sure exactly uh, the source here, and I apologize uh, if it's not true. Which, by the way, apparently Fudabic was a hoax. A hoax. <laughs> Fudabic oh. was a hoax. Fudabic was a hoax. Apparently, apparently his friend went on and was like, that's not his name. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh oh yeah! Okay. Yeah oh, yeah yeah. yeah. Fudabic from the, from last week's yeah. episode. Yeah. Fucked up, bitch. Fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, the president of the French Republic, Francois Hollande, has assimilated what he calls conspiracy theories uh-huh. to Nazism and called to prevent their dissemination on the internet and social networks. Yeah. Thus, he declared on January 27, 2015, at the Shoah Memorial, anti-Semitism maintains conspiracy theories that spread without limits. Conspiracy theories that have in the past led to the worst. The answer is to realize that conspiracy theories are disseminated through the internet and social networks. Moreover, we must remember that it is words that have in the past prepared extermination. We need to act at a Europe at the European level and even internationally so that a legal framework can be defined and so that internet platforms that manage social networks are held to account and that sanctions be imposed for failure to enforce. Yep, that's right, Hollande. Because words walked into that uh, that uh, concert hall and killed 120 people. That was... That was they- Words. Oh, words. Was yep. it simply words? Yep. Uh huh. That's weird. I I heard mass gunmen, but obviously in the in the pandemonium, uh, re- reports differed. No. So no, man. It was it was two uh, it was two lit- literature students 
sophomore literature students. They Who's went that in, at? Yep, they went in there with the with a, with a uh, a copy of Proust, <laughs> and uh, and a, co- a copy of Sartre. Yeah, and uh, yep, they just start, they just started saying things and. People started dying. No mm-hmm. kidding. Yep. Pan- wow. Absolute pandemonium. Yeah. And a tragedy. Um, yep. Because yeah. it was words. It was Our words. Go out. It was talking. Yeah. It was uh, people talking about the Jews that uh, killed those people. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. Every time. Bring yep. up the Jews. I mean, they already killed Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, already know what I think of this. This is, I, I had heard about this and, and honestly didn't put a whole lot of time into reading about it because guess what? It doesn't matter. Um, people are going to be censor, censoring us. Uh, uh, the whole the whole arc of censorship now has come to a, to a head where it's it, it really is you can't and I think that this ties in with the the PC movement of today in mm-hmm. which you you are held responsible for somebody else's trauma past trauma so you have to make sure that nothing that you say or do mm-hmm. makes somebody else feel uncomfortable yeah okay um you know I don't personally believe that anyone is guaranteed comfort. It's it's of your responsibility to surround yourself with people who don't make you uncomfortable. If yeah. you're really unco- if 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 people who swear make you uncomfortable, yeah, then it's your fucking responsibility to make sure you're not around <laughs> people who swear. You make a good point. Not to make sure and no one swears. Yeah, it's to separate yourself. Like you know, don't don't go uh, hang around. Uh, you know, folks, people from swearing. New Jersey. If you don't want to hear a bunch of swearing, okay. <laughs> Um, so 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 if you don't want to hear about conspiracy theories, guess what? You don't have to do. You don't have to get on the internet and read them. If yeah. someone if someone uh, it, <laughs> don't watch this UFO YouTube videos, okay? <laughs> but they're so entertaining. Uh, you don't want to hear about jewelry and uh, about uh, the Rockefellers and uh, you know the Rothschild families and all these other other kind of stuff. Uh, don't don't then then don't go to those parts of the internet. You 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 uh you see. Uh, an article on the internet about uh, how the Jews control international banking or whatever. Uh, guess what you could do? Uh, upper right-hand corner. Upper right-hand there's, corner. There's, yeah. there's a, a red box with an X in it. Yeah. Click on that. Click on that. Done. Yeah. <laughs> it's out of... It's It might Problem as well solved. not exist to you anymore. Yeah. Um, I'll say this, though. Well, well I'm going to ask you a question. I think I've asked it before. Good God. Everybody trying to get a hold of me, man. Um, I'll I'll say this to you. I, th- I know it's a question I've asked before, but is there a particular conspiracy theory right now that you've been considering, that you've been thinking about? What's been on Matt's mind lately? For conspiracy theories? I, well, conspiracy theories or or just some cosmic event. Um, you know what's what what's been at the forefront well, of your? So this thing with in in France with Hollande. Uh, trying to ban conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically just it's not. So much conspiracy theories, but it's anybody dissenting from the official story. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So if I want to say that reptilians have uh, played uh, sand volleyball in my backyard every Thursday night at uh, 3 a.m., okay, yeah. uh, no one cares. It's a conspiracy theory, sure. Yeah. But no one cares because that's not part of the official narrative story of the government. Right. But the government puts out its official narrative story, 9-11, Sandy Hook, uh, what happened to Osama bin Laden? Right. Um, Do you think he's Iran still Contras? No, I think he died like uh, in two thousand three. You think we just killed an Arab and pushed him off a boat? I don't. I don't think we even killed anybody at that that point. <laughs> um, I also think the raid on Osama bin Laden's compound was fake. He 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 died in two thousand three. They actually reported it on CNN that he died, and then retracted the story. Yeah. 
So it, it is a po- that was the point of them actually the, the news actually hearing about Osama bin Laden's death, then going ahead to report it without checking for the government first and mm-hmm. saying, "Get hey, that narrative. Do you want to perpetuate this boogeyman and have him his his name still out there, or do you want to tell everybody that he's dead?" It's like, okay, well, if he dies of natural causes, then we can't be seen as the hero. So let's just perpetuate his myth. Get, get the boogeyman, yeah. Uh, keep him as the boogeyman. And that's what they did for another, uh, was it, eight years? Anyway, uh, <laughs> the whole thing with Helende is... I love the word boogeyman. I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's like booger, man. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. The whole thing know. with Helende is... I don't think that's it. <laughs> he, uh, he wants... And all world leaders yeah. want the their narrative. people to believe the official story and nothing more. Mm-hmm. Whatever that might be. Whatever that might be. And so they're trying to dis- to shut down people who are dissenting against the official story. Um, not conspiracy theories, yeah. but people who don't want to have to believe the government's lies. And that's what this is. It's making you believe legally... Uh, making you, forcing you to believe a lie. And if you refuse to believe that lie, then you'll be imprisoned and have to pay penalties for it. Mm-hmm. Your life will be uh, will be hampered for not believing a lie. The narrative, yeah. So again, what's, what's your conspiracy theory that's been on your head? Oh, did I not just say? Oh, just that? The, no. The uh, no <laughs> I, okay, so real conspiracy theory that's in my head. Yeah. Lately. Right now, what's, what's um, been making waves up there? Well, well, um, uh, music thing that we had talked about. Oh yeah, that was an interesting conversation. Did you ever listen to that podcast I sent you? I never did. Actually, maybe I'll do that tonight. Okay. Did you send a link d- directly to the episode? Uh, I did. Uh, now the ep- the same podcast, the the latest episode because that was the episode that's two episodes ago now. So the latest one just came out was uh, with a guy named Dr. Hans Utter. Uh, Hans Utter um, is uh, is a um, I guess he's music music major or whatever mm-hmm. has a background in music um, and everything, and uh, I think also radio broadcast. But the guy uh, um, is fascinating, and you should listen to him. Um, he had a seven or eight part series he did for Gnostic Media, um, Gnostic Media Radio. It was probably I don't know twenty hours long. The entire interview um, released over like seven podcasts. Wow! Um, but it was all about music and mind control, um, and the whole dark magic. Um, music and mm. beats and sounds and sequences and words and word patterns and word flow and the way you speak and and all these other sorts of things are is is, is a mixture of magic, sorcery, spells. Um, my gut tells me that if I listen to it, I'm not going to want to listen to Katy Perry anymore. No, you're not. And that, the I reason don't know why I want to do that. Reason right? why I came, I came into the room like I, you know, I was uh, doing taking my morning constitutional, <laughs> and <laughs> you were. I, I just said the door was open, so you came into the apartment, sat, sat down, and started sitting, sitting up, and and so uh, I came out of the bathroom, and you immediately clicked some pop song by some some rapper didn't do. Um, that's not what it was at all. I don't know what it was, but it it, it sounded top forty. And I immediately I said no, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, and then I left the room. 
because I don't want to hear it. No. I don't want to hear it. Um, I don't like listening to, to pop music anymore. I don't like even listening to popular music. Any anything that's that's anything that's mainstream, anything anything at all over the past like fifty years, man, I just don't want to listen to it. Hmm. Um there's some weird stuff that goes on with music. The hive mind um that happens at concerts, man. Churches are the same way. Yeah. How did music come around? How was it invented? Um, so it's always been really used in religious ceremonies, whether that's uh, voodoo and uh, in in um, or the, sun the God, Caribbean, the Great Spirit, whatever it is. Or yeah, so it's always been music has always been used as a way to, and always developed in primitive cultures as a way to get the believer into uh, a spiritual mode mm-hmm. to in syncopation to worship whatever that thing is kind of so yeah. from Gregorian chants to voodoo chants around a campfire for you know whether it's in a cathedral or, or, or whatever it is mm-hmm. um, it's always been as a way to prepare the mind for the spiritual or the worship or whatever it is so as it's progressed um, it's been appropriated into a lot of other things but at its core it's still retained um, that ability to make everybody who hears that song, hears that beat, hears that lyric, whatever, feel and think the same exact things at the same time. Mm-hmm. So whether it's a concert, whether you're by yourself in the car, it's gonna, it's it's trying to make you have certain feeling at a certain time. Um, I don't want anybody to have that level of control over my mind. To make me coming think from or a man that does drugs, that's very interesting. No, <laughs> uh, here's the thing: if you're smart, you're not an idiot. Drugs don't control you; you control them. And when I say not be an idiot, that means you don't screw around with you know, crack rock or methamphetamine <laughs> or heroin. Oh, speaking of meth, <laughs> every, every great story starts with that line. By the yeah, way, yeah, sure, sure. Speaking of meth, so uh, the cops down here at. Uh, uh, well, screw it. We could say it down here at Sandalwood Creek. Yeah. Uh, so my brother left my place a week ago. A week ago, Wednesday night, actually, the day before Thanksgiving, he came over, hung out, brought his girls over. Um, we we desperately tried, and it was just this turned into a dad cast, like not this one, but this show because mm-hmm. I talk about kids so much. It's but fine. anyways, it was adorable. So his kid, his daughter, uh, they're both really shy. My son is is wildly outgoing, yeah, and he's on the home turf. So I kind of expected him to kind of you know let's color or whatever, but we couldn't get him to do anything for a while. They were just kind of standing there, just kind of looking at each other, like kind of you know wide eyed. And then we finally were like, oh, here's crayons, you know, and you know, you want to want to color. And then they took they would take like a, a box in each hand of crayons and just shake them. Just crayons everywhere in my living room. And so me and my brother just said, and we're like, well, they're having fun, whatever. And uh, anyway, so he had come over. We did that. He left and goes back to his place, um, uh, dropped the girls off in, uh, at my mom's house, actually. And then mm-hmm. and then uh, was going back to his place probably 10 o'clock at night. And he pulls up and he gives me a call. He just, I, My phone's ringing. It's him. I thought he left something in my house. You know, I pick up. I'm like, well, what's up? And he's like, uh, he's like uh, so... There's about 30 cop cars uh, in front of my building. And the police officer was there, said, uh, I'm not allowed to come in. And uh, he's not sure when I'll be able to. And to come back in a few hours. I was like, oh, really? All right. 
So he gets out, he just pulls out, he wind up going to Taco Bell and sitting by that Tesla charging station right up here and eating a ton of food. Um, turns out they had the bomb squad in there. I mean, all kinds of good stuff. Turns out somebody called the police about a burglary or attempted or suspected burglary. I'm not sure what the exact story there was. Police were in there for whatever reason. And quote unquote, this is the official narrative. See a substance. Okay. I don't know if that's coming from a unit in the apartment building or they it was in the unit that they responded to something in. I'm not, not unclear about that. And it was a fully functioning uh, meth lab. Mm-hmm. completely set up to cook methamphetamine. And what's what's hilarious in this story is, uh, so I'm talking to my brother about it, I'm like, oh, you know, that's that's bananas. Have you ever seen anybody going in and out there? He's like, you know, not that I recall. He works a lot of hours like I do. And he's like, you know, no. You know, he's, he's, like, he's like, what kind of blows my mind, though, is that uh, my neighbor's a cop. <laughs> and uh, so the law enforcement officer who lives in this building Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently wasn't aware of this substance or these comings and goings of a miscreant nature yeah. the me- involving the you know creation and production yeah. of uh, of meth. <laughs> and I just thought it was kind of funny that I hey, got a meth lab right mm-hmm. down here. So uh, that's probably why they responded with such a show of force, bomb squad and all that. Yeah, it was right next to a cop's house. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, we wouldn't want him to get blown up. Yeah, well, you know, rest of the apartment building. A loss, but not a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Cop gets blown up. That's tragedy. Yeah. That's that's headline news. I saw a headline the other day about uh, somebody who had this Kickstarter for this um, this police dog <laughs> that somebody found this police somebody found this police dog wandering around on the streets, and they, yeah, I guess I don't know. <coughs> As police dogs are known to do, yeah, I suppose. It's weird. Um, but I guess this police dog wasn't a police dog anymore, and then maybe it had been adopted, and then maybe it had run off or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, the point of the story is the the dog was a stray running around, right? It had real that hadn't a stray dog been best, owned yeah. by anybody for a while. Or anyway, so there was a Kickstarter for this retired police dog that was now homeless. <laughs> Dogs can't be homeless. That's their natural state. Their natural state is to sleep outside. Okay, dogs don't get up in the morning and be like, oh, got to go to work so I can pay my mortgage on my house. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Uh, Used to be. Got to keep the doggy roof over the doggy heads. All the little doglets. Used to be you (laughs) built a a dog house out of the scraps you had from home improvement around the house. Right. Didn't even have have a floor and you put it outside. Right. And that was good enough for the dog. Yeah, for Spot or Bobo or whoever it was to hang out <laughs> Now you got to bring your pets in if it gets cold outside. Woo. The news tells you that. The weather report at the end of the news says, make sure you're bringing your pets. It's going to be below 75 degrees tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, this Kickstarter for this retired police dog. Takes off, right. This homeless retired police dog, <laughs> like $50,000 within like 12 hours. Yeah. Uh, because white people. How are about stupid. I just go down to downtown St. Louis, find myself a homeless bloke, and start him a Kickstarter? Well, oh ha- wait, because nobody will donate. Nobody will donate if you pretend that he used to be a police dog. Oh, there you, you know. go. Might be onto something. Uh, here's what we do: we go down to downtown St. Louis, we find ourselves a bum. Uh-huh. Okay. We dress him up like a dog. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, then we say <laughs> that he is. <laughs> An anthropomorphic dogkin. He identifies as a dog. Mm-hmm. 
um, he feels that that's his actual identity. He feels right. he was simply a dog born in a, born inside of a human's body. Right. right. He's a canine trapped in a man's body. <laughs> and so, and and the only time I've ever seen a canine trapped in a human's body is uh, when I went to some dark places on the internet. But go on. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and it'd probably be best if we find a hobo who's who's also a veteran. Yeah. Because you know, support the veterans. There's so many of. of homeless veterans out there yeah right yeah so veteran god then, bless yeah we'll so, work for food so we we say that he's a, a not in any of the places that are hiring yeah like like they they won't work at any of the places that'll give them a job yeah, yeah but they will work for food sure sure right right um just to clarify so so we find a homeless guy <laughs> who used to be in the military right and it's fallen our harms hardest times now we we Convince everybody that he's he actually identifies as a dog, right? So that anybody who says that he's not a dog, they're speciest, right? Yeah, um, yeah, speciest. And then we uh, we make a, a buttload of money. I mean, because of white guilt. Yeah, I mean, you know, of the ten step, he's plan, a homeless the, for- the, veteran dog. Okay, <laughs> yeah, and who's gonna shit on a homeless veteran dog? Um, the first three steps are very clear. Um, steps four through seven are mm-hmm. clear, but the last three are profit. So yeah, sure, just profit. Yep, profit, 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 pure profit. Um, it's a crazy, messed up, weird time with him, man. I tell you yeah. what, Caitlyn Jenner's not a hero, kids. No, she's not. Definitely dealing with something. That's clear. Never denied that. Yeah. Not sure if surgery was the answer. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm in a place where I could answer that. Yeah. But she's not a hero. That I do know. She's probably a part of uh, the vast governmental conspiracy theory to uh, um, to uh, to feminize men, or just feminize men. Yeah. Illuminati. <laughs> probably the Illuminati. To be honest, um, no, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. But uh, what you were saying about music really got me thinking that evening, actually. Well, because I had texted you about. Mm-hmm. some stuff um and uh yeah it was really interesting because i do listen to a lot of top 40 that's all i have in my car on my radio and yeah it's not i don't know music makes me makes me take a second look at the role that that music plays on my mind yeah um so uh, this is something that i've done before too um Whatever you're going to do that you would normally listen to music while you're doing it, try doing it without listening to that music. So if it's driving, okay, mm-hmm. then notice your thoughts. You can think a lot more clearly. You're actually having an internal dialogue with yourself rather than just a bunch of random thoughts. When you have that background music going on, uh, it's hard to think. It's hard to think deeply. It's hard to think well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have that, that music on in the background... Um, Thoughts come in in just one at a time, and they have no real succession or no. conclusion. They're just thoughts. But if you stop the background noise, stop the distraction, get rid of the screen, all of a sudden you're back to thinking clearly, logically, starting from one point and going to the next point. I don't know point. if I could do it while driving, though. Like, just that pure silence of... <laughs> of just me and the road noise. I don't know that I could do that. <laughs> but 
watch your internal dialogue and the way you think and how you're able to think deeply and clearly. Right. Watch that. Watch that rise. As you're, uh, as you're no longer listening to music, or and, and use. It's okay to be bored. It's okay to be quiet. Um, I can't stand people who are like, I can't stand it to be quiet. See, I'm I've not like have, that. You know, I appreciate the quiet. Uh, but at work, at work, there's people. There's, it's, 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 my boss, folks. All right. He wants to have music on all the time. If someone's not using, because we have this little, um, Bluetooth, like, like, uh, little speaker. Right. Yeah. That people can just hook into with the yeah. Bluetooth. So if somebody's, if if I've been using the Bluetooth, had my music going right, and then ha- turned it off, um, not using it anymore, he'll immediately put something on because he's got to have the music going almost all the time. Yes, it's and I hate it. Sometimes I just want to do my work and have my own internal thoughts go. Yeah, and let my let my mind think while my hands are working. But See, if the music's I, yeah. in the background, it's it's there's something about music that. That at least for me, and I think this happens for a lot of other people, they just haven't ever considered the fact that it does something disruptive to the way that we think. And if you listen to that interview with Hans Utter, and if you listen to the 20-hour interview, you will realize that that's actually the case. Um, The brain uh, has a frequency of something like 4.2 on the Hertz scale. Mm-hmm. I, the numbers aren't there, but uh, the frequency of music is uh, like a five mm-hmm. um, on the Hertz scale or something like that. So it's literally a frequency that we aren't, we never come across across naturally in the natural world, right? At all, and it's not something that our brain or our speech or our hearing um, has a as, as is used to hearing. It's an artificial sound, and they could. Um, make music so that it's on that frequency but then it wouldn't do the same thing that it does now which is disrupt our thinking our thought patterns the way we hear things and the way we speak which is pretty fundamental foundational thing for a person yeah so when you're constantly bombarding yourself with uh, music and music's everywhere TV I I have often wondered if it's something special about my brain um, or, or, or no, your brain isn't special. It's just like every other brain. Is it? Well, yeah. I, it's your consciousness that makes it different. But go ahead. <laughs> well, all I know is that it is it is rare for me not to wake up with a song stuck in my head. Yeah, any song. The song I was actually going to play earlier was a Spanish song. Mm-hmm. I know I'd heard it years ago, so I I sought it out and found it. And uh, and that's how I was gonna play just because it was catchy. And I, I wanted to see what you thought about it, but like that, it'll sometimes it'll be that, or it'll be any other popular song, or sometimes it's an older song, or just it just I constantly always usually wake up with it with it with a song in my head. Very rarely do I not, and I've often wondered like, are other people like that? Are there other people like that? Like I don't wake up with a blank slate. It's always a song. Really? Always, always. I mean, it's very rare that it's not. If I get if I get very very little sleep sometimes, you know, but then but then, and maybe even then, but that's just because my whole focus is, what am I? I just I need to see straight. Yeah, you know. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. I noticed this 
this past week, and since we're on the topic of music, um, and I got to get ready for work, so we're probably going to try to wrap this up here soon, but I got a song stuck in my head the other day. Mm-hmm. And it was a song from the Fallout soundtrack. Yeah. But again, yeah, games. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Fallout lately. That you have. But I, the song was stuck in my head, which was fine with me because I liked the song, and I couldn't shake it. Was it and, did it have lyrics? Is it like a full? Yeah, yeah. And I thought uh, um, it's a Butcher Peach song. Okay. Uh, for those who know Fallout, um, I thought to myself, what, what, what? Uh, why do I have this song stuck in my head? Oh, wait a minute. How long? When was the last time I got a song stuck in my head? Huh. Wow, it's been a while. I can't even think about the last time I got a song stuck in my head. Literally, it's been weeks. Since I've had a song stuck in my head. Yeah. Even something like a Katy Perry song or some pop song, right? Just, that just... That you hear. Stuck in like, there. Because um, you hear out and w- about. Yeah. Two years ago or so, I was working for this wage slave name tag place. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the the Crackle. Crackle Burl. Yeah. Um, and they had music, the pop music on in the background. The same stuff that was in the dining room. They would have it in the kitchen, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Katy Perry song... Uh, Roar or whatever it is Yeah Would always come on Great song I can't stand it But it would get stuck in my head And stuck in my head And stuck in my head And every time I would hear it It would get stuck in my head It would trigger me Addison <laughs> So yesterday I'm in the bathroom At work And this, that same song is on Oh yeah Didn't get stuck in my head Didn't really affect me at all Walking out of the bathroom Thinking about it later I'm thinking Oh wait That song used to get all Stuck in my head all the time And now it was like I didn't even notice it and it's been weeks and weeks and weeks since I've had a song stuck in my head. And the only reason that Butcher Pete song was stuck in my head yesterday or the day before was because so I played Fallout for 24 hours on Monday. <laughs> um, Matt, the way you live is not advisable. Ladies and gentlemen, I feel compelled c- to say that to our Cutting out audiences. pop music is one of the best things that I've ever done for myself. Cutting out... Even a lot of the older music that I that I used to enjoy, White Stripes, mm-hmm. Black Keys, Strokes, don't listen to them anymore as much, um, occasionally. And I don't put on music and listen to music. It's almost always podcasts now. Uh, the fact that, that I don't, I have, I didn't get a song stuck in my head uh, or that it hasn't happened in a while, just to me it's proof positive of the fact that we need to weed ourselves away from radios and iTunes and all this other stuff that's constantly cramming these inane songs into our minds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, music. You, well, you might be onto something. I, I got to say, this isn't the craziest thing you've ever said. Okay, well, good. Uh, trying to think of the craziest thing, but I'm, I'm not sure what which would actually take the cake. The Jews were responsible for 9/11. That's what. It's, that's the craziest thing I've ever said. I don't know. You've said some crazy, crazy things, man. Anyways, um, it's a decent episode. No, it wasn't. It was terrible and stony and rambly and well, the length is fine though. Length is fine. Length is good. <clears throat> That's what she said. There you go. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I gotta get Matt to work here. Anyways, Facebook dot clam dot dot com dot clam clam dot clam. Um, Facebook dot com slash give that some thought. Twitter.com slash Give Thought Show. Matt and I are both on Twitter. Uh, Telegram is also a great way 
uh, telegram.me slash give that some thought. Mm-hmm. That, that, that uh, broadcast channel would be kind of fun. I'll post pictures and stuff there. Um, I'm I'm accessible on Telegram too. The uh, Frank Underwood username. Um, anybody can just look that up and let me know what you think. Any comments we'll put on the show. All mm-hmm. reviews we'll read on the show. It's still our promise. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Remind you that, yes. uh, that at the end. Yes, Christmas. This is what um, that episode is about. Yes, Merry Christmas. Hashtag Merry Christmas. Again, five dollars to the person who sent it to me first. Because if more than one person does it, I'm not going to give out more than one five dollars. But five dollars to the person who. Uh, sends me a picture of hashtag Merry Christmas. Clearly, not not just a red surface, but clearly drawn on the uh, the kettlebell or the 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 um, the kettle for the uh, Salvation Army. So, anyway, spread that word around. Um, let the hatred warm your heart this holiday season. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.